Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs>
Hi, everybody. Vivayilta. Happy Palm Monday. And a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. And this is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's pastime of a campus community radio station. C-I-T-R. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional ancestral and unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland and Hunkameen-speaking Coast Salish peoples. So from Lions Bay to Bellingham, West Pass Point, Gray, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea. Then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space. For as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. If you have Telus Optic, you can find us on channel 7023 on your television sets. At least that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web at www.citr.ca. There you'll see the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode, along with most spanning back about nine years. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, and you can also find us again on Spotify. Since uh, Spreaker was updated, of course you can find us on Spreaker as well. Kind of feeds a lot of these systems, so that includes iHeart, Deezer, GeoSave, and Stitcher. Any of those services available for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless other than the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your bullpen buggy for the next two hours, so wrap up your warm-up tosses, because you're going in. You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory fungo bat in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, just put some weights on that stick that you've been swinging around, because you're also on deck. You can find me on email, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name and on Instagram. I am my optic man. So yes, it is April. Spring is in the air, although the original song I was going to start the show off with alluded to the idea that it is a little late this year, but at the very least, it's some parts of Vancouver are hitting that peak cherry blossom time. But for those of you who keep track of sports, well, baseball is in mind, at least for part of this show. Major League season started last Thursday. The minor leagues, including the local Vancouver Canadians, will be starting this coming long weekend. And that ties into our second ever baseball-related show. So this time we're going to look at a... True life story that's been adapted to film and then recently TV through Amazon. And it is a league of their own, detailing a professional women's baseball league that existed in the 40s. Since World War II was in effect, lots of the active players were sent to fight. So the women stepped up. So 
We'll listen to music by Hans Zimmer from the film, along with some of those songs from the soundtrack. And then from the recent Amazon series, we'll hear from We Are Dark Angels, along with Zachary Dawes and Nick Senna. Of course, there's another sporting event going on right now involving student-athletes. So the Exploding Head Movie Sports Desk will be keeping an eye on things as the men's basketball finals are underway. So, it's been a crazy bracket. I'm impressed I know somebody who actually has a team that made it to the final because all everyone was kicked out early. Parody was the name of the game for a lot of the games this season. But yes, uh, plans had altered because we began with news that broke yesterday, and it's the death of Ryushi Sakamoto. He was one of the members of the legendary band Yellow Magic Orchestra, and that's how we started the show. From the 1981 album Technodelic, we heard Taiso, which is a Japanese word associated with body conditioning or exercise, to the point that there is, was, I haven't heard in a while, but a Radio Taiso which a lot of people used as calisthenics for three minutes. It's a standard thing to do each morning, whether in school or at the office, to get things blood and day going. So along with Ryuichi Sakamoto, we also lost earlier this year the drummer Yukihiro Takahashi, which we made note of earlier, which leaves Haruomi Hasono as the last surviving part of the core YMO. And in the background here, this is Ricci Sakamoto from his 1980 solo album, B2 Units. Although from a recent remaster, this is Participation Mystique. Kind of appropriate to think of participation in calisthenics. So somehow we're kind of in a warm-up stage, if we think, as the sports metaphor gets a little weird here. So Ricci Sakamoto died of rectal cancer on March 28th this year at the age of 71. We talked about him briefly last week during our all-ambient episode expecting that there were still things to come from him, but we had known he had been fighting cancer for quite some time. Originally, it was throat cancer, going back about eight years' time. And uh, he had taken a pause from music during that spell as he was fighting it off. And he managed to come back, take care of some stuff. We've profiled him extensively, especially since there was joy in his return, but... I guess at this point we've been playing with uh, bonus time or to extend the ex- uh, the metaphor extra innings as it were. But um, yes, as noted, we've profiled it extensively in the past, ranging from Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, which he acted in alongside David Bowie, Last Emperor, The Revenant, other films as well, too. And I think I'll forego recapping the episode numbers for now, because later on in April, we'll do a proper profile in his honor by the sounds of it, the seventh one that we've done. So. I'll dig up some soundtracks I've not shared in the past while circling back to some other ones. So still dealing with that shock as we move or pivot from living to posthumous. And if you're curious, his death was announced this past Sunday, so yesterday after the funeral had already occurred. So subject of a documentary, 2018's Coda, and uh, we'll make note of this later on. But... We have a couple more deaths to talk about recently in the world, and this one is hyper-local and definitely a part not only of the Vancouver and Canadian scene, but UBC as well, too. And it is Jocelyn Morlock, a composer, musical uh, musical educator here in Vancouver, though born in St. Boniface, Manitoba. 
studied piano at Brandon University in Manitoba. St. Boniface, I always have to qualify. I may occasionally pronounce it as French because it's the French part of Winnipeg. But Morlock also got a master's and PhD here at UBC in musical arts. She was a composer in residence at the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra for five years and the inaugural equivalent with the avant-garde modern classical local scene here at Music on Main. Her career kicked off properly in 1999 with the quartet Bird in the Tangled Sky. And one of her most famous pieces, which was alluded to in the news, was her tribute to the cyberbullied Port Coquitlam teen. And this became the subject of a National Arts Center Orchestra Symphony from 2016 called My Name is Amanda Todd. And a recording of that got her a Juno in 2018. Jocelyn Morlock died on March 27th. No specified cause was cited, but it was a surprise to many. And he, she was only 53 years old. And upon hearing this news from somebody associated with the local act, the Musica Intima, uh, he brought to attention this piece that was recorded at the Ryerson United Church here in Vancouver. And this appeared on the 2010 album Into Light. Now, one thing I will qualify with is that that album is still available digitally, but uh, the act has announced that two of the tracks on that album feature problematic arrangements of indigenous melodies. So they're hoping to reissue that without those appropriate songs. So we'll see exactly how that pans out. Anyways, this will be the music intima, along with Ariel Barnes on cello here, and Owen Underhill on flutes, performing the late Jocelyn Morlock's piece, Exaudi. You're now listening to Exploding Heaven Movies Live, the realms of Studio A of that radio station that holds everyone near and dear to them. This is CITR, 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Vancouver's Musica Intima, joined by Ariel Barnes and Owen Underhill. They were performing Jocelyn Morlock's Exaudi, a piece that was commissioned by Musica Intima. Exaudi, shortened approach to the Latin expression Exaudi, rationem miam ad te omnis caro veniet. Caro veniet. Uh, which translates roughly as, hear my prayer or hear me, all flesh will come to you. And Jocelyn Morlock wrote that as a tribute to her grandmother, associated with the ideas memory, mourning, and loss, as her grandmother died a year prior to her writing it, loosely basing her emotional and spiritual life from a distance at that point. Again, Jocelyn Morlock died March 27th this year, way too young at the age of 53. And it was announced at a Musica Intima homecoming show last Tuesday, which turned into a cathartic experience per first-hand reports due to a wrapped-up tour and some other events along the way. And yeah, I think the element of shock of her death resonated. I'll dig up more of her music to share with you, though most of what I have is definitely more jarringly avant-garde. But uh, I'll come through what I don't already have, listening more to other pieces since uh, a good portion of not just Canada, but uh, international choral groups and other orchestras have picked up on her work. Vicarious Musica Intima is planning a performance of Exaudi, tanking on to originally planned shows. So at April 28th and April 29th at the Heritage Hall at Christ Church Cathedral. So go to Musica intima.org for more details. And behind me, this is Gabor Jabo, the guitarist's final album from 1981, Femme Fatale, which was recorded in Hollywood back in 1978. This is Serena. If you're curious, appearing at least on one of the songs on Femme Fatale is the late jazz pianist Chick Corea. And yeah, amongst recent deaths in the world, there's one that struck close to home here, at least within the family. So I won't go too much of the details here, but Serena was her name. Passed away suddenly last week in Rossland to the point that uh, collecting details about what happened. Still not fully in place there, but uh, she was only 39 years old. And uh, it's weird at this case to see parts of the family that I am outliving, but at the very least some level of closure was provided since uh, there was some family nearby, but she'll be flying home to Ontario soon enough. So yeah, we'll have other tributes to the recently de deceased throughout April as we look at uh, other profiles, but uh, of course... We'll be doing a hard pivot here. And uh, the previous show alluded to this because uh, Coming to Town is one of the hyperest experimental pop acts that is going right now. And it's 100 Gex from St. Louis. It's a duo of Dylan Brady and Loreless. And uh, as what you're about to hear is a complete change of tone. So brace yourself. If you haven't glommed onto them before, it's abrasive, anarchic, and assaulting. So there's your 
alliterative approach to this aural. I'm going to stop saying words that begin with A, but yes. 100 Gex at Pacific National Exhibition, the PNE Forum, Friday, April 7th, as 100 Gex presents the 10,000 Gex Tour number two. Doors are at 6.30, shows at 7.30, opener is Machine Girl. It's an all-ages show. Tickets are still available, last I checked, starting at $34 and a half, plus the appropriate supercharges, and is presented by Blueprint Events. 10,000 Gex is 100 Gex's most recent album. It is their second album, previous one. If you're thinking from a logarithmic standpoint, was a thousand gex. And yes, crazy stuff is about to happen here. So from 10,000 gex, this is 100 gex with an ode. That sounds like it's about an airplane, but uh, it totally isn't. I am going to lower the levels here to start off with. Just brace yourself. This will be 757. This is Exploding Head Movie Sports Desk here with a late score from yesterday. This is 102.85.
Listener discretion is advised as I say that band's name that was fucked up and off their new album One Day we heard Broken Little Boys. The Toronto Hardcore Act took a break from their usual headier albums, which they've said outright take way too long to record. So not only is it one of their shortest albums, since it's around 40 minutes or so, approaching some of their... Zodiac sign kind of EPs in length, although those are mostly single track stuff, but nope. Quickly, quickly recorded since the band felt that. You need to start getting out something quickly, so. Tight, super focused, but still punk in their own way. And in the background from the soundtrack to the almost 50 year old special, it's the Easter Beagle Charlie Brown. This is at the store. Vince Guaraldi here a couple years before. He passed away suddenly from a heart attack. Definitely more in a funk vein, as opposed to what we associate, which is mostly jazz piano. I was thinking about doing an Easter episode next week, since right now, yes, we're in the prime of various holidays since uh, Ramadan started uh, about 10 days ago or so. Give or take whatever counting scheme I have decided to elect here. And then uh, what we've looked at as well, too, is what Passover is underway. So in many ways, it felt easier just to tackle one other rite of spring while trying to avoid collisions of stuff. Although, for those of us who remember an Easter episode I tried during the prime of the pandemic, uh, don't worry, it was almost blasphemous in many ways here. So, Yesterday was Palm Sunday in Finland. It's known as Virponinen, or the act of wishing, which is what I associate this time of year as kids dressed up as witches Go from the door to door with pussy willow branches, blessing everybody, asking for candy, and that's supposed to help out with the harvest. So, whether it's tied to pagan tradition in a way, whether it's tied to some Orthodox church stuff there, it came from my home province of North Corellia. Talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week since we have some time now before I get into some weird baseball stuff. Do note, a good many of these may be out already, either in your favorite record store or find your music online. This list comes from the websites, filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go, Nikki Casper and D'Antoni Parks' music from Ambush is coming out through Film Tracks. 
Chile, a 76, is scored by Maria Portugal. That's coming out through Stasakt Recording GmbH, which is the German version of Limited LLC Incorporated, however you go on. Carlos Rafael Rivera did the music to Shupa. That's coming out through Netflix. Emily the Criminal, uh, scored by Nathan Halpern, is coming out through Lakeshore. Morgan Kibbe did the music to the Amazon series The Power. It's coming out through Milan Records. The video game Paramus, uh, scored by Matthew Emmett and Merrick Hradl, will be independently released. The pretty good-looking, although I say this in remembrance of the 90s film version of it, which was terrible, but it's a video game, we all know, and now it's on film. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Scored by Brian Tyler. It's coming out with Backlot Music and I Am 8-Bit. And so we're talking video games on Apple TV. There's Tetris. It's scored by Lorne Balf, along with various artists. And that's coming out through Warner. A Thousand and One, scored by Gary Guns, coming through Backlot Music. And the miniseries Wild Isles. Grassland is scored by George Fenton. That's coming out through Shogun Music. On the release front... Killer's Escape, as scored by Robert Del Naja, otherwise known as 3D from the band Massive Attack. Saul Williams and various artists is coming out again through Chrysalis. El Clasico, as scored by Trond Birkness, is independently released. That's the same story with Martin Peterson's score from season one of Hooligan. Otherwise, Mando came back. The Mandalorian season three, volume one, is out with themes by Ludwig Göransson. And then music by Joseph Shirley. That's out through Walt Disney Records. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. This cue I'm talking over has a lot more dialogue than I was expecting, which also ties in the surprise part of the sports desk announcement, whereby well, we learned about Western New York's famous cuisine, which shows you how I'm keeping track of a certain other score. So at least... No NCAA violations existed by actually airing any of the air game. But yes, if you're hungry for the flying bits of a certain bird, that was by accident. Anyways, let's go to Toronto next with Pool Blood. It's a Toronto project by Mariam Said, and their debut started on recordings down in their little room, but grew in scope with plenty of collaborators. Can't even list them all, but I will make note of Eliza Niemi. And Christian Lee Hudson. So, their debut album came out a few days, weeks ago. It's called Mole. Here's Pool Blood with Twinkie.
Great Vancouver acts there, and off their new release, their fifth album EP, however you would call a band camp up loud, but uh, off of Reward System, that was co-op, which made uh, searching for any history about this point to a point system by uh, a regional Canadian grocery store, I guess, Jane. But anyways, co-op with Notional Joyride. Great little motoric beat there. Grooving on, as it were. Need to keep my feelers up when they play live. So, and Behind me, this is Plains Apparition, off of new release 2023's Late to the Afterthoughts, which is out through the Dorvail label. This is Shelving the Doubt. Plains Apparition is the alias of Edmonton's Kirk Oppheim. And, um... Uh, Late to the Afterthoughts stems from facing some difficulties. Of course, the pandemic for the past three years has made life awkward. And, of course, our current global discord doesn't really help. But uh, at the very least, it's something that folks on campus here are well aware of is the idea of a difficult time completing school, wrapping up degrees, doing what you need to. Of course, I don't have to say it to folks, but exams are... 10 days away. And yes, Late to the Afterthoughts, as noted, is a selection of songs for contemplation, conscious daydreaming, and drifting off to the dreamscape. So, this wouldn't fit in nicely with any of the all-ambient episodes we've done here on Exploding Movies. And as a spoiler alert, there will be one more in April, but that ties into a little bit of travel. Anyways, hopefully your school year is going well, ending well as well, too. Whether you're a student here on UBC or any other university, college, or school, or campus, best of luck. Stay strong. Make sure you get rest. We're talking school. Well, well, we have some French lessons here. Uh, This next set is all from La Belle Provence. And uh, we'll start with a Montreal group here called Comment de Bord. It's our first new song in a few years. Features some serious 70s Quebec groove here. AM gold in a way. But uh, the funny thing is uh, looking through the appropriate web material about what they describe. The word groovy just pops up, which translates in whatever language it is here. Here's Comment de Bord avec Blood Pareil. Excuse-moi, te déranger 
to read, but your friends and family are tired of you droning on and on about your latest book? Well, forget them, because you have me now. Hi, I'm Randy from Dog-Eared Radio Book Club, a book club coming to you through the airwaves from 6pm to 7.30pm every two weeks on Tuesday evenings on CITR 101.9 FM. Tune in to hear the rambling thoughts of a fellow reader that are factually supported by my co-host of the week. Follow the show on Instagram at Dog Eared Radio Book Club to find out about our next read.
New music from Le Couleur, we heard. Sentiment Nouveau. So through Lisbon Lux, it's a prelude to a new album due this autumn. The most recent one came out in 2020 called Concord. Beautiful, slinky, loungy stuff there. And before that, kind of went back to Quebec Disco. We heard Comment de Bord with Blood Pare. In the background, this is a new single by the German funk ensemble, the Bacau Rhythm and Steel Band. Out of Hamburg, featuring members of the Mighty Mocambos. This is an eighth side to a new single through Big Crown. And yes, it is a cover of Drake's Hotline Bling. Vicarious brand leader Björn Wagner lived in Trinidad and Tobago for a while, which is where he studied the steel drums. Big Crown, always putting out a great selection of soul music. My name is Gag, you're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory. It's part of the traditional unceded and ancestral lands of the Coast Salish people, specifically the Musqueam, Hunkamanian speaking. If you can't listen to us on your radio, we are streaming live at www.citr.ca. We have podcasts available. If you have Telus Optic, we're on channel 7023. Written transcripts are not available. Mostly because some of this is scripted, but then the script is tossed out and other things are conjectured here. If you do go to www.citr.ca, we'll you'll notice we are, have a job position if you are interested. If you're into IT, can handle a part-time gig for one year at least, we're looking for a tech manager. So, you can see how we handle our on-air equipment, our websites, other technology here. So, get your resume dusted off. It's a great learning experience. Get to be involved in both media and tech. So, go to www.citr.ca and see how to apply now. Playing a show later this month is Tayshi. It's the alias of Valerie Teixer Barbosa, originally from Buenos Aires. Got her career started in Bogota, Colombia, before moving her to Vancouver. Then studied at the Berkeley School of Music in Boston, lives now in New York City. Tayshi plays the Fox Cabaret this April 18th. As that date gets closer, they got more music. But if you want to plan it in advance, Tamper Concerts presents Tayshi. Fox Cabaret is at Maine and Kingway. Again, it's Tuesday, May, April 18th. Doors at seven shows at eight. Openers, Loyal Lobos. Tickets start at $25 plus. It's a 19 and older show. Tayshi is supporting, er, touring in support of her most recent release, last year's Bad Premonition EP. And here's the title track. I went looking for an answer. Came back with a couple notes. Got a taste of what I'm after No forgetting what I saw Uh-huh And I'll never close my eyes again Seeing's believing Take it from me There's a big cloud headed straight For me Full speed It's a bad premonition And it's coming true What to do Can it just Please. 
From Toronto, we heard the Precious Lows along with Tyler Smith. And off of an EP that came out in 2016, that was the title track, we heard Night Riding. Great collaboration featuring acts that have definitely mixed and matched what was going on there. Most of the time, Precious Lows have released material under the moniker Circle Research. But there's talks of albums, but the most recent release was a single that came out in 2017 called Too Cool for Love. 
Behind me, this is Black Deer off of a soul jazz compilation that came out in 2021 called Two Synths, a Guitar, and Drum Machine Number 1. This is Black Deer with baseball shorts. So yeah, see if I can at least try to recap exactly what's going on, at least with the big news out of the Major League. So yes, Major League Baseball started its season last Thursday. Winners from the previous year, the World Series, the Houston Astros, potentially redeeming themselves from their cheating scandal from various years ago, where you heard them called the Trash Strohs, since they were sending stolen signals by beating a trash can so that batters knew what pitch was coming. Of course, none of the players were suspended. A whole bunch of coaches, managers, other people off the chain were impacted, but the stigma remains. But yes, close to town, Seattle Mariners have plenty of promise. The third year starting off roughly here. But the key thing that's jumping out with this year is that they've emphasized new rules to help the speed of play. And one of the key things that we've associated with baseball over its many years is that there's no time involved there. It just took its own pace, but reached ridiculous levels now to the point they did some experiments in the minor leagues. And if you ever went to a Canadian Vancouver Canadians baseball games, they're part of the now single A season. It used to be short, but now... They have almost a full-length season now. You saw a pitch timer. So when the bases are empty, the pitcher has 15 seconds to throw a pitch. And if he doesn't, then it's a ball against the batter. If the runner's on base, that timer goes up to 20 seconds. Of course, the batter has their own time. They have to get up there or else they get a strike. And to help improve the speed of play, stealing has a little bit more promise right now in that the pitcher only has two chances to throw out a uh, runner on base. A third attempt must get an out, otherwise the runner gets an extra base. The bases are bigger by three inches. So from a safety standpoint, along with improving games, bases stolen again, that's good. And otherwise, the shift is on. So if you're playing second base, you actually have to stay by second base this time until at least the ball is hit. So this is supposed to promote singles and other kind of facets of the game that were gone since for the longest time. A lot of things were either strikeout, walk, or home run. Three results play. So, we'll get into some specifics about baseball later, but I do want to touch upon at least the Latin portion of things since a good majority of the players right now come from either the Caribbean, Mexico, or parts of South America. But international is a factor here. But, anyways, we got new music here from Alex Cuba, and uh, this is an advance of a new album. Beautiful stuff. This translates from Spanish as I Want to Stay. And Alex Cuba has been a big part of not only the Canadian music scene, but Vancouver here. Here's Alex Cuba with Quiero Quedarme. Oh 
Where do you go to cry? Where do you go to scream? Where do you go to sing at the top of your lungs and play instruments and be free? You can join UBC Cry Club. UBC Cry Club provides instruments and a judgment-free zone for people to let loose and be free using music as therapy. UBC Cry Club meets at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays at the Fraser River Parkade. For more information, go to M01E on Instagram. Yo soy...
from Montreal. We heard a Salsa Brava orchestra known as the Langaya Salsa Brava. Off their 2018 album Impacto, we heard Comedia del Arte. Set it up by a Latin uh, Guyanese trombone player, Gianni Franzuigues. And I lost his second name there. Sorry about that. Trying <laughs> to dig it up quickly here. And a fun bit of music. And I have friends who are big into the salsa here. Gianni Huiguegas Despoint. So, definitely a mixture of, I think it's Congolese. I'm referring to things that are now disappearing. But yes, wonderful stuff out of Montreal. Of course, Montreal had a great baseball team for a while. The Expos. Once they left for Washington, D.C. in 2006, I think. At this point, my fan base just went wherever and scattered there. So I'm all the times living in New York. It was more Yankees versus Mets, just because the Mets were wearing black at the time. I grew up with the Blue Jays as well. But as of late, since I'm on the West Coast, I will actually tell you my baseball fandom. Once I went to a Brooklyn Dodgers exhibit, the Brooklyn Museum, when I lived in New York, somehow I became a lost Brooklyn Dodgers fan. But then listening to Vin Scully when he was still around to broadcast games. L.A. fan. Of course, everyone sees me in a Padres cap, so I like baseball. Their favorite teams for out there for sure, but it seems like players all the time. And If you ever go to a Vancouver Canadiens game during the seventh inning... You'll hear this song. This is the Emeralds with the chicken dance, otherwise known as the bird dance, otherwise known as your default dance that you do at school when you're super young. This comes from the soundtrack Weird to Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which came out last year, which we profiled in Exploding Head Movies 626. And the Vancouver Canadiens baseball season starts this Friday, April 7th, as Spokane comes to town. The weather looks kind of crazy, but along with being a home opener, they got fireworks. They are the single A team for the Toronto Blue Jays, so eventually if you watch the Blue Jays play, a lot of times you'll see them as 19 or 20-year-olds here in Vancouver at Nat Bailey. All right, at some point I'm going to circle back to what actually happens for UBC baseball here, but the information is just coming fast and furious here. But one thing that has been impacted as well to the speed of play parts of Major League Baseball now is that walk-up music is now short to 10 seconds. So a lot of times, a lot of the players going to bat have a walk-up music to sort of set the scene, get them in the frame of mind, get the fans hyped up. But uh, a lot of times, they would just stand on deck and wait for the second verse and things slowed down. So 10 seconds, that's all you get in this case. But I will circle back to a pitcher's walk-on music, something we won't hear as much as of late. And I'm sorry, Mets fans, I'm gonna, you're going to hear this and hate me, but then again, your Mets fans, things are always go weird. So uh, I picked the walk-up music for the L.A. Dodger player, Freddie Freeman, who's got some Canadian roots here. His son picked this song, and I think it is one of the best ones going out there. And this ties into Columbia, not British Columbia, but the country of Columbia. As the acts Davey and Victor Cardenas worked with Kelly Ruse on this 2018 song. There's a version that's also done by Jennifer Lopez, but the very least, We'll get into this because this show is going to get long. And, of course, I have to watch another sport that's happening right now. The sports desk might get active for something involving hoops. But, anyways, here's Davey, 
Victor Cardenas along with Kelly Ruse with Baya Conmigo. Imagínate, tú y yo, yo en la playa, la arena, el mar, el sonido de las olas recorriendo todo tu cuerpo. Bésame, tócame y baila conmigo. Pasa su mano por todo el cuerpo y lentamente bailamos al ritmo de la música.
Started off with Davey and Victor Cardenas with Baila Conmigo, along with Kelly Ruiz. And then we just heard the Dutch DJ production group Blaster Jacks, along with the Australian Timmy Trumpet from a 2017 single. We heard Narco. This epic song is used as the... Used through a lot of baseball games, but it's most closely associated right now with New York's Met, New York Mets reliever Edwin Diaz comes in from the bullpen and goes for a save. He'd been so good to the point that New York Mets baseball games, between innings, if he's coming on and they know about it, they don't cut to commercial. They actually have a full production of him going for the bullpen onto the pitcher's mound. A whole light show. And everyone is into it. To the point that last year, Timmy Trumpet actually did a live version of that for Mets games towards the end of the season. Sad news is that Edward Diaz hurt himself at the World Baseball Classic. So imagine a World Cup of baseball. It happens every three years, but during spring training before the season starts. So not a lot of people show up, but Edward Diaz hurt himself celebrating. So he's out for the year with an injury. You're not going to hear that song associated with him. Uh, some other players do use that as walk-up music. But the production is impacted that way. If we have to talk about baseball, we should talk about the University of British Columbia because the Thunbirds have a team. They play in the Cascade Conference, and the season's underway. Actually, when I was talking about the Vancouver Canadians, they're playing some exhibition games. And if you are at Nat Bailey earlier today or this evening... The UBC Thunderbirds were playing against the Canadians there. Canadians have a whole series of games lined up. They're fourth in the standings right now. Uh, they're playing mostly American teams. Bushnell, Oregon Tech, College Idaho, Lewis Clark State, Coleman, and Eastern Oregon. And looking at the schedule right now, they do have games lined up this week with Bushnell. They'll be here in Vancouver, BC at the Tourmaline West Stadium. Uh, they'll be playing Seattle University next week. Behind me, this is Bobby Kerlick, otherwise known as the Hacks and Cloak, and from the soundtrack to the Amazon series Paper Girls, this is Get Your Baseball Bat. One season, I think sadly done. It seems to be the way of streaming as a play. Uh, most recent single actually is tied to a soundtrack uh, from Bo is Afraid. There's a single version of Sail Away that's out through A24 Music. We've profiled Bobby Kerlick in the past with music from Midsummer, Exploding Him Movies, episode 467 from August 2019. Not technically Midsummer in the European sense, but definitely North America. And yes, we still have tons of baseball music to get into here, so I'm trying to fast forward what's going on here. But um, do I want to talk at least historically about the Negro League baseball, since we'll talk about another historical act that we associate with a league of their own. But uh, the Negro League... Well, it was a side effect of the segregation from the major leagues, where a lot of folks were forced to play for not quite barnstorming teams, but uh, teams that paid less, but they got the exposure they needed. And this is where a lot of players eventually got into the major leagues from, since they stood out. Popular Jackie Robinson was the first major leaguer, sorry, first major leaguer of black heritage joined the Brooklyn Dodgers 
meant that the league fizzled out, but uh, recently the Major League Baseball folks recognized the statistics of seven of the larger Negro Leagues as being majors after all, so at least retroactively looking to see how to amend things. This act out of Brooklyn put out a couple singles. It's called Natural Resource. This is A-side to a 1996 12-inch. This is Negro League Baseball. to cut over to the Exploding Head Sports Desk.
76-59. There's your sports update. Go eat your chicken wings if you have to. From the soundtrack to the 1992 film A League of Their Own, we're the Rockford Peaches with the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League song. The All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, which I'll try to say it's the AAGPBL, is a professional women's baseball league founded by Philip K. Wrigley from 1943 to 1954, a forerunner for women's professional league sports in the United States. Consisted eventually of 10 teams in the American Midwest. And the most successful team were the Rockford Peaches out of Rockford, Illinois, winning four championships. And yes, it was founded in the midst of World War II. Kind of as a gimmick to at least get uh, people out in watching games. But of course, all the men had to serve overseas, so the women were called up. The film was directed by Penny Marshall. It's a loose adaptation of what was going on, starring Gina Davis, Madonna, and Tom Hanks. And also from the soundtrack behind me, this is Doc's Rhythm Cats with Flying Home. Other acts on the soundtrack are Carol King, Manhattan Transfer, James Taylor, Billy Joel, Art Garfunkel. Not on the soundtrack is Madonna's This Used to Be Our Playground. It was held off in light of her own album at the time, which is now off the top of my head. True Blue. No. After that. Anyways, she had another album out at the time. Could compete with that. The score was done by Hans Zimmer. We've both profiled him extensively in the past. Definitely in a synth style of things. Let's hear some of that music, and then we'll hop over to the Amazon series. So here's Hans Zimmer with the main titles. Thank you. 
From his score to the film A League of Their Own, we heard Hans Zimmer first off with main titles. Then we heard the playoffs. And in the background, this is Life Goes On. The film was a big hit, helped revive awareness of this World War II league, along with promoting women in sports, lining up nicely around the time that uh, the NCAA had the Title IX material to help funding for women's sports. It actually spawned a short-lived CBS series in 1993. It only aired five episodes. A lot, a good portion of the cast from the film helped out with the show. But it took several decades before the series took hold, and uh, Amazon asked Will Graham and Abby Jacobson to work on material. Or I might have got the directions wrong, but anyways. A League of Their Own uh, has uh, one season so far through Amazon. And, uh, sorry, it was created by Will Graham and Abby Jacobson. With Jacobson starring, along with Shante Adams, Darcy Carter, and many more. And in contrast to the film, it explores uh, more of the players, especially the queer angle that happened at the time. Of course, not widely broadcast, because uh, homosexuality in the 40s was very discreet, but or at least sort of a better approach to exploring facets of all the players. The soundtrack to the Amazon series is done by two acts. One is We Are Dark Angels. It's a duo of Dia and Tony Parks and Nikki Casper. Known for doing the score to Dog Eat Dog. And then they were helped out by Zachary Dawes and Nick Senna. Mostly famous for synths. And they've done scores to films like Ingrid Goes West. And then Deep as you expect from the 40s, you get some of the 40s tropes there, like the drums and whatnot. But uh, without further ado, from the soundtrack to A League of Their Own, the Amazon series, this will be We Are Dark Angels, Zachary Dawes, and Nick Senna. We begin with Under Stars. Thank you. 
from the soundtrack to the Amazon TV series, A League of Their Own. We heard We Are Dark Angels, along with Zachary Dawes and Nick Senna. We heard Under Stars, the very serene stuff there. Then, good, good description there, serene stuff. Yeah, great. Then we heard Locker Room, and we closed with what we just heard there, Bass Walk. A second and final season of A League of Their Own is due later this year. It's shortened. It's going to only be four episodes in contrast to the eight episodes that uh, they had last year. Still something on my plate to watch, but there's a huge backlog of things to do. And behind me from a sound effects album called Bainbridge Records, Living Sound Effects, Volume 1 through 4. We have some baseball game ambience. Maybe to set you in the mood. Pretend there's hot dogs and popcorn and beer vendors and at least in Vancouver here, we have sushi races, Bob Brown Bear, the thing with the plungers and the baseball that you watch on the TV. Fun things that way. Anyways, coach is called here. You're getting a replacement and pitcher here. So that's it for Exploding Hemis for this week. On deck. Representing the former Montreal Expos. It is jazz show host. Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to midnight. So, for extra innings, stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. Next week, we will look at the composer Gerald Fried. But uh, for other, I was hoping to space out tributes, but as noted, some other composers have passed away. So, we do want to look at Wayne Shorter, especially associated with the film version of Glenn Larry, Glenn Ross, and then Ryuchi Sakamoto, who we learned yesterday had passed away. So, I'll look at what to do there. We'll close with one more baseball song here. We'll go with something that's appeared in various films, ranging from Ken Burns' documentary about baseball itself, and uh, also appeared on Bob Dylan's radio show when it talked about baseball. This is Mabel Scott going back to 1950. This will be Baseball Boogie. You have been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, stay safe during this pandemic. And yes, don't choke the bat, no pepper games. Remember to shake hands with your opponents afterwards. See you on the field.
Swingin', you are listening to CRTR-FM 101.9.